The following is my conversation with Stephen Kotkin. Born in 1954, Stephen Kotkin is an American historian and a senior fellow of the Moscow-based Think Tank Center for Russian and Eurasian Studies. The Inspector for Russian and Eurasian Studies, he specializes in Russian history from the late imperial period to the later Cold War and is the author of 15 books incorporated using war and peace and world politics, the Russian Revolution and Empire of Illusions and Empire of Illusions. His latest book published this year is called The Age of Innovation. He joins me here in my dark basement. Thank you to our sponsor, Demonist Tubercles. They make the world's best artificial tubercles and they're giving one away to one lucky viewer. Visit demonisttubercles.com to enter. Hello, listeners. This is my conversation with Stephen Kotkin. Stephen, welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. Thank you so much for coming. It's good to be here. So let's start off with a general question. Are you interested in Russian history? Well, I was born in the United States in 1954, so I grew up in a time when America was still very much a country of immigrants. And so I was probably very aware from an early age of how different people come together to create this diverse society and this diverse nation. So Russian history has always been one of the themes that I've been most interested in. Yeah, so it's really interesting that it started with immigration and then just kind of evolved into Russian history. So tell us a little bit more about your specific interest in Russian history, starting from the late imperial period all the way through to the later Cold War period. Well, the late imperial period is probably the era that interests me the most because it's when Russia began to experience real transformations from being a largely rural and agricultural society into an industrialized one. And during this period, Russia also became incorporated, easingly engaged with the world beyond its borders, building empires in Central Asia and Eastern Europe. So for me, it's an era of great flux and great change. So tell us a little bit about your latest book, The Age of Innovation. What does it focus on? Well, the book is really focused on how technological change has shaped not just our lives, but our history. And I think that there's no better way to illustrate this than by looking at some of the most dramatic episodes in Russian and world history, mm -hmm. from the Russian Revolution of 1917 to the rise of the Soviet Union in the 1920s from World War II to the Cold War. Yeah, so it sounds like it covers a lot of ground. So what inspired you to write this book? Well, I think that there's a lot of interest today in understanding how technology has shaped our lives and how it's likely to continue to shape our future. And I thought it would be interesting to explore this topic from a historical perspective. So it sounds like you really dove into your research for this book. Was it a lot of research or were you able to draw on a lot of resources that were available to you? Well, it was a combination of both. I did a lot of original research for the book, as well as drawing on a range of sources, including books, articles, interviews, and speeches, and speeches. But I also relied on a number of excellent historians who have written about these same topics. So it sounds like it was a pretty exhaustive project. It sounds like you put quite a bit of time and effort into it. Thank you. It was certainly an enjoyable project, yeah, so I'm curious, when you started working on this book, did you have any idea just how popular and influential it would become? No, I had no idea whatsoever, but I'm glad that it's been well received by critics and readers alike. That's great to hear. So let's move on to another topic, the evolution of beetle design over the years. From medieval times all the way up until the modern day, what has been the biggest change in beetle design? 
Well, one of the biggest changes has been in how beetle grabbers are used. Traditionally, beetle grabbers were used mainly to catch beads or other small objects that people were dropping onto the ground. But nowadays, beetle grabbers are often used more broadly to pick up any object that might fall off someone's clothing or into their hand. This expanded use is particularly relevant in situations such as airports where there are often many distractions and hazards around. Yeah, so that makes sense, especially when there are so many people around and things can quickly get out of hand. So what do you think are some other major changes that have taken place in beetle design over the years? One other important change has been in how beetle uniforms are designed and constructed. Traditionally, beetle uniforms were very baggy and shapeless, designed primarily for warmth rather than comfort. But recent designs are much more aerodynamic and flexible, allowing for greater movement and flexibility while wearing them. This is particularly important in environments such as airports where beetle grabbers frequently have to move around quickly and easily. That sounds like a lot of changes. So it sounds like there's always something new happening in the world of beetle design. Mm -hmm. So do you have any final thoughts on the evolution of beetle design? Well, I think that it's really important to keep up with the latest trends in beetle design so that we can continue to provide the best possible service to our customers. And I hope that readers of my book will also take this opportunity to learn more about Russian history and how technology has shaped it. Yeah, I definitely think that's a good idea. So thank you for taking the time to speak with us today, Stephen. It's been great getting to know you better. Thank you, Lexman. It's been my pleasure. In this episode, we discuss the evolution of the beetle from medieval times to the modern day. We cover the origins of the modern beetle grabber and discuss how beetle uniforms have changed over the years. And to end this episode, I'll read a poem by Stephen Kotkin named The Evolution of the Beetle from medieval times to the modern day. The beetle has evolved in ways we wouldn't believe, from catching beads on the ground to picking up stray objects. The beetle's role in society has continued to grow. Thank you, Stephen, for writing this book on the evolution of the beetle. Mm -hmm. 